All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights, the only podcast dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. Hello, my name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Yes, we're going through all the fundamentals. We've been going through every imaginable topic, all the main topics within the investment banking universe. So we've talked about valuation, enterprise versus equity value. We've talked about accounting fundamentals, discounted cash flow. And now we are on to mergers and acquisitions, a very important topic. And we've been going through things like synergies, uh, those kinds of topics. But today's question is focused on capital, specifically debt. How much debt could a company use in a merger or acquisition? That's an interesting question, right? Because we've talked about the different currencies that companies can use to acquire another business. They can pay cash, they can pay in stock, or they can raise debt, which is just cash but borrowed from other people. But how much debt, if they use debt, could they actually use? Well, first of all, it depends on how much the bank or government or other company is willing to lend, right? From a very practical perspective, it all depends on the lending power of whoever the other entity is because they have to get that money from somewhere. But that amount is usually constrained based on certain things like the industry norms. And fundamentally, what is the cash flow that this business is expected to generate? Because if the business isn't expected to generate cash flow, is not going to be able to pay the interest payments. So that's what lenders are looking at. They're looking at credit risk. They're looking at the cash flows that they're expecting this business to make. And they want to make sure that they're getting their interest and their principal back in a timely fashion. So fundamentally, that's what's happening. And because of this, this is why we want to look at a couple different things. We want to look at comparable companies and also check out our precedent transactions because we can see what's most applicable for our target company. And it's just this, this uh, the logic is, hey, if we find companies that are similar to the company that we're looking at, we can look at their ratios and we can apply similar ratios to our target company. So specifically, we can look at a bunch of different companies, comparable companies, and check out their debt to EBITDA ratios, debt to EBITDA. And this is going to vary by industry, definitely, but check them out and then take the median value. So let's go ahead and pretend that it's four times uh, EBITDA, just as an example. Now we're going to look at the last 12 months of EBITDA for the combined company in the merger acquisition scenario. So if these two companies were combined, what would the last 12 months of EBITDA be for that company? And then multiply that EBITDA by the median multiple that we found from our comparable companies or precedent transactions. So we would take that four times, multiply it by the EBITDA for the combined company, and then voila, that would be the max amount of debt we could reasonably expect that the company might use in an acquisition. That's kind of how we can think about it. And we can also look at comparables that are specifically debt comparables too. And 
this method will help us figure out the structure of the debt used because it's not just the amount of money that companies borrow, but the way that companies borrow money can vary also. Some companies may borrow a lot of money and pay almost no, almost nothing for years and then have a huge balloon payment several years down the road, or they may pay their debt back on a more even basis. It just depends on the debt. There's many different types of debt that's out there in the corporate landscape that's beyond the scope of this podcast, but certainly something to look into and something to know about as a banker. So that's what you can look at um, for this question about debt and how much can a company use in M&A. Okay, so that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason, your host, and thank you so much for joining me. Next time, we're going to continue talking about M&A. I'll see you next time. Have a great day.